today on the news and why it matters. China is just banning all the things, all things American, banning all the things. Uh, got a lot to get into. Starts China. right now. <laughs> Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Uh, joined with me, uh, Glenn Beck. Yes, here, present. Here again. I yes. like your. I like this jacket, by the way. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're the one. It's <laughs> Stuper Gear. You like my jacket? It says the name of our company. On I mean, I have to Blaze say, I like media. your jacket. I like that. Where do you get that, Stu? Um, Where do you get probably that? Probably on the website. On the website? Shop.theblaze.com? Yes, that's well, exactly what I was going to say. Shop.theblaze. the place. What? Yes, what you said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, Jason Buttrell. Part of me is here. I know. <laughs> I know. You lost a little bit there. Little you bit. are not ever going to be mistaken for Rapunzel. Ah, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a lot to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing, who I know, Glenn, originally, before the crash in 2008, you were like, I'm not doing business with any of yeah, you Yeah, because everybody was, I mean, I thought everybody was in on it. Um, and it turns out most everybody was. <laughs> The banks were all denying that there was even a problem. And, and I had been talking since 2000, I think almost four or five. This housing thing that's going on is crazy. Get out of that. Don't do that. Don't, don't. It's going to be a collapse. They called me right before the collapse and they said, we agree with you. And I said, yeah, uh-huh. Well, you guys are part of the problem. They're like, no, we're not. And I said, well, when it collapses, call me and we'll see how well you did. They weathered and their customers weathered everything fine because... They weren't jamming people into crazy loans. So if you want to be fiscally responsible, if you're looking for a loan, might be a refi, might be a new home, um, could be a consolidation loan, these are the people to call. The number's on the screen. Um, so <clears throat> China. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. No. Americanfinancing.net. Does that make you happier? <laughs> no, I just thought maybe you could hold the yawn until you were off camera one second later. Because you've only done it 94 times today. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't either. I don't know what it is. I, I would Do you like think I want to live my to life call this? You think say, I want to live like this? <laughs> I was, I was going to let it go, by the way. I just, uh, I'm guys tired all reacted. the time. I yawn all the time. <laughs> I am fat. <laughs> I mean, what else do we need to say? I got it. I am not the picture of health. <laughs> Off to a good start, obviously, here at, at the News and Why It Matters. Uh, so yesterday in overtime, we talked about um, the, uh, what, what was his name? The Houston Rockets GM, Daryl uh, Morey. Morey. And he had come out and made the controversial statement or just a screenshot. Yeah, that, that's what I love about this. It's like not even it's not even effort put behind the, supporting <laughs> the troops in Hong Kong. He's like, ah, that looks good. I, I don't think he put any thought into it at all. No. I, I've actually seen that several times. I thought it was something about world soccer. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like <laughs> I didn't even read it. That is not good marketing. Yeah, no, not good. Not good, not good. Uh, so China has now announced today Please that they, uh, they are, China, China has now announced today that they are going to cease the broadcasting of NBA preseason games um, because Commissioner Adam Silver actually announced his support of free speech. Which is hilarious. Like, I read that same statement, and, and I don't think he did anything. I didn't think so either. I thought it was another terrible statement from the NBA. Uh, you know, it was like, oh, well, well, we'll never crack down on what people say or players say or GM say. And it's like, well, that's the whole story here is that you guys are at least pressuring this guy into silence. And then they, now China's mad about that? 
I mean, shut up. Yeah, shut up. Who shut can up. I shut up? Where is my shut up t-shirt? I want a shut And then you could buy it shop.whatever. I want a shut up t-shirt. Because that's what needs to be said to most people now. Shut up. This, and, this is, this is, and this is not the story to me. The story is, this is just one case, and it's, I think it's funny that it's just now coming out now. Well, but this, this is over and over and over again. Decades of China doing this. Remember when, the, when George Bush was in office and they were, they were sending our, our pets poisonous, lead-filled food? <laughs> yeah. and George Bush was like, I like them. I like them. I'm going to have some kibbles and bits myself. But th- this is the reason why China has had the power that they've had on the world economic stage. Because big businessmen, lots of them from our country, they're easily intimidated by China, and they want the, what, how many, what do they have, 1.3 billion people? They want that market. So they don't care. They they really do not care. They're like Google. This is the worst example, and it's all led by lefties. This is the worst example of awful, awful capitalism. We're talking a place that actually has your shoes and your crap made by actual slaves. And the left is like, yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. The slave camp, the slave like labor camp is right next to the actual concentration camp for Muslims. Right. But then you have people, like, like I said, like Google, some of the biggest liberal donors ever Helping are changing them. their rules to help them operate over there. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's particularly agonizing coming from the NBA who lectures all of us oh, all the shut time. Up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, shut up. I mean, think but of- I feel like this episode, if you did have your t-shirt you could just sit there and just point to it (laughs) i mean james harden makes 28.3 million dollars a year and he is he is not oppressed by any longer at least by having an owner of the team because that was so racist they changed it to governor they're team governors now they're not team owners even though they own the team yes they did that was one of their woke moves oh over the past year. Oh, my God. Oh my and they can't. I, I mean, that's unbelievable, right? It's crazy. They can't call China out for being a place that is abusing human rights. They can't even say. Not, they didn't even say that. They just said, I stand up for Hong Kong, which, you know what? If China doesn't murder all of them, then, uh, you know, we're not going to have anything to worry about. Here's the thing. I right? want to be. Like, I, uh, I, right now, they're just in the streets. They're talking. We want freedom. <laughs> But you know what? As long as China doesn't start slaughtering all these people, most likely uh, the they're world is gonna going be, to. Well, it's not like they have a, a record of look, doing that. Glenn. No, only sixty million people. Look here. Here's what I would like the NBA to say. You know what? We really believe in freedom, and we like the people in China. We love the people of China. People of China are great. They support us. They like basketball. We love them. Their leaders, did you see that one? I don't remember if it's one, two, three, four, five, but the omen where, you know, the priest is driving by in the glass truck and the glass slides through and chops his head off. We'd like that to happen to every member of the Communist Party. <laughs> Just saying. That's what we should be willing to say. Yeah. These yeah. guys are but, evil. I mean, look, though, we'll lose lots of money, but, I mean, think about what's at stake oh. here. Right now, there is, right. A, there is a protester, a person who is standing up against the Communist uh, government in China, who took a picture on social media with uh, him about to light the flag, the Chinese flag, on fire with a mask over his face. Well, they, is this in Hong Kong? This is in China. Oh, wow. They found him. Uh, he is now in prison. Probably with Google or Facebook technology. Probably, yeah. Very possible. Uh, he is now in prison. But the, the extra just, you want to just rub some salt in the wound uh, addition to the story, is 
in the initial picture that he got arrested for, he's wearing a Houston Rockets jersey. Wow. These people look to America and they see things that they want, that they believe in, freedom, that someone's going to stand up for them. Their own fans are being imprisoned by this government and they can't even call it out. It's pathetic. And the fact that China is reacting negatively to that statement from Silver is amazing. <laughs> they are going to be, by the way, tomorrow I'm going to be tweeting a picture of President Xi um, in, uh, in a guillotine. <laughs> that will likely yeah. also be banned have in China. One of, I might have the president of the NFL or the NBA holding his head. I'm just I saying. Do, I don't <laughs> think any of this is good, and I'm afraid Trump might retweet it, so please don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Now, listen, wait, wait, wait. Um, here, here is, uh, I've lost it. I've lost it. There was something else that I wanted to say that was really important. Oh, here it is. The, the. <laughs> Mental health is the focus is as yeah. good as your uh, physical health. Right. Today. Here's, <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. These guys, mark my words, write this down in the Glenn Beck of crazy things that he said. Leave the guillotine thing off. Crazy <laughs> things that Glenn Beck predicted. These companies will be known as the same kind of people as the Nazi collaborators, uh, uh, collaborators were. These are collaborators with absolute evil. They are as evil. The Communist Party of China that has killed over 60 million people have in their concentration camps now anywhere from 2 to 10 million people, and it's getting bigger. They are locking all of their people down. Believe me, in the end, might be 70 years from now, might be two in the end, these companies are going to so regret it because they will be exactly like the companies that help build the gas chambers. Mm-hmm. You know, you say that as if it's an insult, right? That, you know, hey, a Nazi collaborator, that sounds pretty darn bad. Except for the regime we're talking about has killed three times as many people. Like, this is, like, I mean, the Nazis were really, really bad. The Chinese government has been, even they, they're, they're as bad. They've, they've as been as wide as far as the amount of people they've uh, been yeah, able to Have you ever had pork fried rice? <laughs> I... A long time ago. It's been a while. Okay. Well, but General Sao again. Uh, General Sao. Even though Sao. The, I'll go General Sao. No. Yeah, it is. The uh, the NBA preseason games not the only thing China has banned. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, South Park because yes. South Park. And I love what South Park did. Yeah, yeah their This is what Americans should do. Yes. Yeah. So uh, South Park, of course, they had an episode where they were, you know, basically uh, sticking it to China. Watch. This is all wrong. No, it's good, kids. They're loving it. Yeah, but I can't sell my soul like this. I want to get away from that farm more than anything. But it's not worth living in a world where China controls my country's art. I don't care how many people you have. I've got something in me that just won't let me be a part of all this. Yeah, whatever it is, I've got it too. Yeah. I want to be proud of who we are, guys. And anybody who would betray their ideals just to make money in China isn't worth a lick of spit. I mean, how did they That's... call it? Remember, they released this before the controversy. Yes. Now, I know it's an ongoing issue, as you pointed out, Jason, but, like, I mean, talk about a well-timed episode. Oh, I'd like to be in it's front amazing. of NBA headquarters with uh, the, a giant truck full of speakers just playing that over and over again. 
I mean, what they said, do you have the quote? Yeah, it's, it's up here. Listen to this. <clears throat> like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censor into our homes and into our hearts. We, too, love money more than freedom and democracy. Z doesn't look like Winnie the Pooh at all. <laughs> Tune into our 300th episode on Wednesday at 10 p.m. Long live the great Communist Party of China. May the autumn sorghum f- uh, harvest be bountiful. We good now, China? <laughs> I love how they worked in the promo for the episode in the middle of it, too. I know. Brilliant. I know. Brilliant. And that's the way Americans should behave. When I was growing up, we had an evil empire, and it was Russia. It was a Soviet Union. And that's the kind of stuff we used to say. Oh, you don't like it? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but now we are in bed. We are bowing to them. President Reagan, that was some of his best one-liners in, in his comedic performances was just doing stuff like that directly towards the Soviets. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Like, can you, is, can you imagine a president in the past three decades saying anything about china anything like i will tell you the only president that has done anything on china is donald trump Mm -hmm. we talked to an expert today on china who is outlining how dangerous china really is how bad china really is and he said the only one who has the balls to do anything has been donald trump and i'm against tariffs and i wish he wouldn't do it with tariffs but with china good Shut them down. I wonder, you know, you wonder how much of this, because it does seem like they're stepping up the aggression here, Mm -hmm. right? Like this is not just, they've always been trying to do this, but lately it seems like it's increasing. Um, Uh, Could we we just, uh, can I hear it again that they are banning the NBA? The NBA yeah, preseason games. They have right. they have stopped show. Yeah, they will not show any more of the NBA preseason that makes me games. So happy. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, look, they, the, the NBA dollar deserves to lose every dollar they make from China, every dollar, mm-hmm. um, because you know, the, and some of ours. Yeah, I mean, I think mm-hmm. you know, you know, people were going to be pissed off about it, right? I mean, I it, it just I don't. Will they though? Because I don't. Do, does the average American even understand what's going on in Hong Kong? Probably. Uh, I don't look, think they do. Probably not. They have a media level. who's not telling them unless they're listening to us. No. Unless they have Blaze. Sports fans won't care. No, I mean, look. Yeah. You're gonna, I, mean, I don't like. I don't. You know, as I always say, I don't <clears> think boycotts <throat> are the answer to these things. But I do think that, like, standing up and, and being able to say. This is what we believe. It should not be beyond an American institution like the NBA. We are a secondary market. Americans, you have to get used to this. We are a secondary market. That's why Crazy Rich Asians and, and a lot of movies, that, that horrible the Matt, the Matt, Great Wall, the Matt, yeah, the Matt Damon thing. Matt Damon like, thing. what is this? What is he this doing? Is, They're like, oh, they paid him $500 million. We, <laughs> are, <laughs> oh, <okay>. we <laughs> are a secondary market. We are used to all of our stories being here. Look at what Disney is doing. A lot of theirs are Asia-based stories because that's where the population is. That's where the money is. I've had several meetings with producers, Amazon, Netflix. They don't care about America. They really don't. They're not trying to make programs that are specific for America. They want to make programs that can go and be used all around the world. We are not a primary market. You get America, you get everybody else. It's not that way anymore. Mm. All right, back in a minute. That's a great point. It feels kind of like the 80s, really. But it was Japan, Japan at the time. Before we get back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, Genesis 950. So I am the only female at the table, which means I'm probably the only one who cleans the house. Is wow. anyone wow. You, you wow. sexist. That is not okay. I am, I, am I wrong? I would, no, yes. you're not wrong at all. Last night, I was cleaning the house. Last what, night. What did you do? 
I cleaned our bathroom and I cleaned the closets. Really? Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Good job. I did not. You, <laughs> I have never. Did you, guys, did you guys buy that? Oh, yeah. Edit that out. All right. So, for anyone out there who cleans the house like me, because I am and a woman me. and also Hispanic, though, so I have more street cred oh, for this. You were a racist what? and a sexist. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. She can say that, though. She can? I can. She's Jewish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have a, if you're I mean, cleaning your your house if you're oh, cleaning your right, house yeah. and you have any sort of uh, really bad carpet stains uh, you know old odors maybe pet odors that you can't remove I would know because I'm a crazy cat lady mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Genesis 950 is your go-to for any of those odors that you can't get out any of those uh, carpet stains that you can't get out whatever it is from Stu to be fair. Your wife has used Genesis 950. Yes, she she loves it. Um, I will. When your cat comes over, to his house. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she, she, they would never allow my cat at their house. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> Does your cat look like that cat on that commercial there? Look no, it is a little bit. Well, I don't know why weird. the tongue is why out. Why is the tongue out? I don't. It's like, cats are not supposed to pee. It's kind of mid yawn. <laughs> oh my cat! <laughs> cats, that's humiliating. A picture for a cat. Uh, the dog's no. tongue is out too. You here know, your dog looks like that. It's unbelievable. The dogs look like that. The cats are like. With water, Genesis 950 uh, will break down the bonds of stains and odors so that they're gone for good. Uh, and it has an antibacterial component that just it removes all of it. We here at Blaze have had really amazing uh, luck with it. I know Pat has tried it okay, while his wife God, has. God, shut up with the stinky carpet because your cat poos in your house. Let's move on for the love of Pete. Give <clears throat> me a phone call. I'll buy Genesis a box. com. <laughs> Use promo code Blaze and you can get a free <laughs> spray bottle and a discount. Uh -huh. uh, I'm sorry about that, Genesis Fantastic. 950. That's Genesis950.com. No, I swear to you, it works really well. You should go buy it. Right. So <laughs> oh, Mike. your cat look like a... <laughs> And it does not. No, that cat. That cat does not look good. Cats are supposed to look like, I didn't want them to speak to you. That cat does not look like that. That cat's like, oh, you be my friend. I got a dog with my friend, too. Uh, Elizabeth Warren is, of course, out on the campaign trail, uh, always having to be the victim of something, I guess. She is out telling everyone how she was fired when her employer found out that she became pregnant. Watch. Mm. I was visibly pregnant. Mm. And the principal did what principals did in those days. Wished me luck and hired someone else for the job. I was visibly pregnant. And the principal did what principals did in those days. I didn't hear Wished that me luck <laughs> and hired someone else for the job. I was visibly that's, pregnant. That's a laugh Wished line. me luck not, yeah, and hired that. someone else for the job. I was visibly pregnant. Wished me luck yep. and hired someone else for the job. I was visibly pregnant. He wished me luck and hired someone else for the job. Now, you'd think the number of times she repeated it in all those different places, she would have gotten the delivery right. Yeah, it's a comedic guys. line, not a single laugh. And I like the arm swing every time. <laughs> yeah. She got that arm swing down. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's a problem with this. There is there? Yeah, there, well, yeah um, it didn't happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> is it a problem, really? Well, no, I mean... It's a good story. Look, it makes her into look. a victim. I think she just keeps it. Who cares if it's true? Elizabeth Warren, she wasn't pregnant, but she did what all politicians do nowadays, you know? 
lied <laughs> and hoped for luck. Mm -hmm. So uh, this was that was Elizabeth Warren 2019. So let's see how she pairs up against Elizabeth Warren 2007. Watch. I worked, it was in a public school system, but I worked with the, the children with disabilities. Mm. And um, I did that for a year. And then that summer, uh, I, I actually didn't have the education courses, so I was on an emergency certificate, it was oh. called. And I went back to graduate school and took a couple of courses in education right. and said, I don't think this is going to work out for me. Mm -hmm. And I was pregnant with my first baby. <laughs> so like I had a baby uh, and stayed home for a couple of years. And I was really casting Come a battle, thinking, what am I going to do? Ha. Wow. That's incredible. Hmm. Uh, well, story. I would like to see both of those Elizabeth Warrens in the next debate. They can fight against each other. Uh, no, they, I would love that. Uh, they've never been seen in the same room. Really? Never been seen in the same room. <laughs> a lot of people say they're the same person. I don't believe it, mm. but they've never been seen in the same room. Here's, uh, here's the problem. First of all, uh, I would have been old enough to be in one of her classes. She's older than me. She would have been a teacher if she was pregnant. I, I remember having pregnant teachers. I don't remember that's what they, the principals used to do, was mm -hmm. just fire teachers. If you don't have certificates, <laughs> you know, then you probably shouldn't have been teaching in the first place. But you probably got special dispensation. And then in the summer, what's crazy about this story is, can somebody check the age of her children? Because we could track that down. Mm. We could track that down. How pregnant was she while she was in school? I think I've heard that it's four months. Uh, she's four months pregnant. That's not visibly pregnant. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, like, I don't understand why visibly pregnant's part of the story, right? Like, at it's, four it's months. obviously her, her key talking yeah. point. Well, she, visibly is, pregnant. She is trying to create this image of man walking in. Oh, my God, <laughs> belly, get out. That woman, God, she's knocked up. Get out of this building. That's what she's trying to create, right? In reality, of course, at four months, every woman is telling people around them that they're pregnant. It's, it's a, a wonderful, joyous time in many, oh, many Unless cases. you want to kill the child. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's a good, good point. It's not always a wonderful, joyous, right. at least for oh, the kid. I think, yeah. the, uh, I think the Washington Free Beacon, I think it was like maybe yesterday or a couple days ago, they came out with the actual records the minutes of from the, the minutes mm -hmm. from the, uh, was it the city council or whatever? Yeah, the Board of Education Board meeting. Of Education. And uh, it actually said in there that she was, they, they, were, they were making a case saying, we want her here. They actually wanted to expedite, I think, her, uh, her teaching certificate that she was just talking yeah. about. And then when she finally decided to leave, they said that she tendered her own resignation. Yeah. And then it's at another line under that, with our regret. But they, that they was a accepted. lie. In 1970, <laughs> they knew she was going to run for president. <laughs> they wanted to forge that document. Yeah. I think there's, Why lie about right? it? I think there's two interesting parts about this. One... It tells, talks about her philosophy, right? She has to be seen as a victim. She has to see, she wants everyone else to see the world as she sees it, which is that the world sucks. America's terrible. It's an awful place. Everyone's always a victim of everything. And, and, and it, it exists to torture you, so elect me so I can fix it. Could I please, as the only one that is old enough to have been at the age of a student of hers mm -hmm. at that time, my grandfather... My grandfather used to, we would sit at the table. I remember one time in particular, because we'd sit at the table, we'd tell stories, okay, afterwards. And um, they started talking about when my mom was pregnant with me. And my grandfather went, ladies. And they all looked at him, and he, he kind of looked at me, and they're like, what? And then they started talking again. And he was like, ladies. There are gentlemen at the table. And my grandmother 
said, Ed, Ed, it's not 1942. We're just talking about pregnancy. And he was like, oh, my gosh, and got up. That was my grandfather, okay? <laughs> An old, decrepit guy in, like, 1971, all right? And all the women were like, Dad, stop it, okay? It wasn't that way. It wasn't that way. Um, I think it also reveals, though, something about her personally, right? Like, mm -hmm. think about what she's doing here. These are people that helped her young in her while she was young in her career that tried to nurture her through a, 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 a time where she wasn't even qualified to do a job. And she's willing for, what, one, making a, a story a, a slight percentage better, willing to torture them. And, and, and trash the, the, their memories. We, Why doesn't she have any... Because she, she, she has no loyalty to, to people that actually helped her. We have to find, we have to find the principal. We have to find yeah. the principal Jason. that supposedly fired, fired her. Mike, get on it. Could be a... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's in English. <laughs> yeah, right. 50 years ago, though. Yeah. It may not be a principal. <laughs> We're about to go into overtime, which you can catch on the podcast. You've got to subscribe and rate it if you have not already. Uh, here are a couple reviews for you. Uh, one of them, I gave it five stars because Sarah said that Stuber Gear would cook me dinner if I did. I like steak and Sundays are good for me. Whenever you want to come over, still. Cool. Post uh, your address in the review, please. One, one more. One more. I really do listen every day. Appreciate the commentary. There are two adults, three kids in my house. We like medium rare steak, <laughs> Caesar salad, and garlic mashed potatoes. This is working. Still, get on it. This is working. Both of you, tell us what you'd like to eat. <laughs> Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. So our good friend, good friend of the program, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, she just tweeted out, she's, I think, joining along with Bernie, because I've heard Bernie say some similar things, but she has tweeted out about uh, prison abolition and said that the prison system should be abolished due to its ties to Jim Crow and slavery. So she said, mass incarceration is our American reality. It is a system whose logic evolved from the same lineage as Jim Crow, American apartheid, and slavery. To end it, we have to change. That means we need to have a real conversation about decarceration and prison abolition in this country. Oh, yeah, because um, we don't have enough conversations going on. <laughs> oh, God, all the blabbing all the time from these people. And they're like, oh, we need more conversations. The last thing in the world we need is more talking. Prison you. abolition? I, right. Okay, well, so when you think, I mean, abolition, you would seek to abolish all prison. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, I, so, okay, stick with me. Okay. I got a couple more tweets to get through, and okay. then I do want to have a conversation about it. So she said... Yesterday morning, I spoke with a woman who was thrown in Rikers as a teenager, put in solitary confinement for months, torture, force-fed pills. The conditions were so bad, she too had drank out of toilets. A cage is a cage is a cage, and humans don't belong in them. Uh, and then, of course, she got a lot of blowback, so she said, I know the term prison abolition is breaking some people's brains. The right is already freaking out, yet the U.S. incarcerates more than anywhere in the world. We have more than enough room to close many of our prisons and explore just alternatives to incarceration. Um, now, I will say we don't have these to put up, 
But she did also say, uh, you know, our prison and jail system is so large because we use them as de facto mental hospitals, homeless shelters and detox centers instead of actually investing in mental health, housing, education, rehab. She wants us to invest meaningfully because she thinks that that would that that would decrease the amount that we spend on crime and incarceration. Um, But it kind of sounds like she backtracks. Right. Because she's saying, "Okay, I don't mean no one should be in a type of prison. I just mean we're over prisoning yeah. well, people. She's, she's saying that we're imprisoning people unlawfully because they're uh, yeah, they're I mean, mentally because they have a mental problem or because they're homeless or something like that. They're in prison because they broke the law. Right. Yeah. She she did say what did she say? Something about it because they're poor, like incarcerated because they're poor. Well, it's not a law that like we don't have a law in the books that says well, if you're poor, you go to jail. Oh, no, I thought no, oh, we I've don't. been imprisoning people like crazy for that. I, <laughs> I I, wow. I should rethink <laughs> that policy. Um, you know, look, if you, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uses social media to backtrack on her previous mistakes. Mm-hmm. That is her main use of it. So here she's made yet another mistake by saying, you know, abolition of prisons um, and saying that people don't believe or people don't belong in cages any and of any sort. She's she has staked out territory. Then she retroactively realizes how ridiculous it is, or someone tells her that she's not supposed to be saying that stuff. So then she retroactively comes out and says, "Oh, the right's brain is broken because I because they didn't understand what I meant. They all understood what you meant. Your your you brain didn't understand was broken. What you meant. And it has been broken since you came into the public eye. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's a weird demographic that the the far left is going after, like specifically." Bernie Bernie and AOC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, when was the felon vote considered this big, like, you know, moneymaker, you know, to win yeah. elections? It, like, it doesn't, can't happen because they can't vote. So uh, that is a problem. But that's what Bernie wants to change. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, he does. Vote. No, it's, it's true. And, and look, I mean, they may very well believe it. It's, I, you know, uh, at least partially. I mean, you know, I don't know if they know this, but socialists imprisoned a lot of freaking people. The gulag was, uh, you know, it was pretty pretty clear on what they were doing. Yeah, that, that, that it statement. It wasn't democratic that, socialism, though. Oh, still. that's true. There's that's, no there's no prisoners in Sweden. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course there are. There are prisoners everywhere. When you break the law, you break the law. Like, it's interesting, too, because it was largely a left-wing movement that said, you know, what we need to do is close those state hospitals because mm-hmm. they're too mean to mentally uh, unhealthy people. And there is something to what she's saying there, that people who used to be called just, you know, mentally unhealthy and put in uh, into these institutions, well, they, they took down all the institutions because they said it was too mean to people who are mentally unhealthy. So now they're out and they're, you know, they get off their medication for a couple of days and, and they commit a crime. And what are we supposed to do? Deny they made the they committed the crime? Yeah. So the only place to put them is in prison. And and so, yes, there is something to this argument at at some level. And I think you can argue that maybe we we, some terms are out of whack on certain crimes. And there Mm -hmm. is something here. There's a grain of truth into what she's talking about. But of course, there's also a grain of information. That's the problem. She doesn't really understand anything. That's why it's so frustrating to hear her say prison abolition. I'm like, you could you could take an opportunity to come up with some sort of bipartisan, you know, idea that, hey, maybe we shouldn't be throwing people in prison for 30 years for smoking a joint, right? Like, yeah. we could, course, maybe like, we could all come to the table with that, but when you throw around these stupid terms like prison abolition and say pr- people, no one should be in a cage, then it's, it's like, okay, now you've lost it's, us. It's, 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 no, it's no surprise to me that when there is a Republican administration that is, making, is trying to make strides towards mm-hmm. criminal justice uh, reform, you have people like freaking Van Jones that are actually yeah. saying, good job, you know, President, yeah. good job, GOP. You're, he actually said you're doing more than the Democrats mm-hmm. have ever done on, on criminal justice reform. It's... Uh, 
how, how convenient it is once you have things like that happening that you have people like Bernie Sanders and AOC, you know, going, oh, yeah, well, let's just get <laughs> rid of all the prisons. Yeah. And, you know, like, come on. Man. Exactly. And I think, look, look, I mean, there's not I wouldn't say it's normal programming here in the blaze to praise Brent Van Jones. Um, but Van Jones <laughs> actually believes this stuff. Yeah. Right. He actually believes that making progress on prisons and getting some people who are, I believe, unfairly incarcerated out um, because of long prison terms and, and outdated laws and, and things that don't make any sense. And so what he did was suck it up and go to the freaking Trump administration and say, you know what, you can have all the credit for this. I've been working on this. He's been working on this for a long time. This is not a new issue to Van Jones. He went to a Republican administration and he said, you know what, I want to work with you. You could take credit for it. We'll give Kim Kardashian the credit for it, whatever. And he worked, you know, like you give the guy credit for at least believing something and working for uh, for something across lines. I mean, it, it has not helped him with his liberal friends. That's actually the template. For, Van Jones did the template to, for all the, what, everything that Democrats want to get done right now. Yep. Follow Good his God. his his example. Don't, Please don't tell him. <laughs> but, ser- but seriously, w- but say you can take the credit. This is something I've been working on, and here's a nice celebrity here to come in and promote it. Oh my God! It Whatever is, you want. That is a terrifying vision <laughs> yes. of this presidency. Because look at I mean, it up. you know, and, and 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 we have to all sit here. And I know it's it's again. We were, since we're praising Van Jones, let's go down the contrarian road <laughs> once again to say thank God for the women's march. The women's <laughs> march. They were so dumb about it that they went out and marched against this guy before he did anything as president. It was the day after his inauguration, and it set the course for the Democrats and, and him to have such an, a terrible relationship that he, he reflexively pushed himself away from all those groups. He, they could have had, had Leonardo DiCaprio passing global warming, George <laughs> Clooney's coming in there passing something else. They could have had people in there passing stuff all the time, giving Trump the credit for doing this bipartisan thing. That was an absolute path Democrats could have taken. Now, people like AOC don't care about this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, AOC is just... She's looking for her own publicity. She heard someone say prison abolition at some point and, and, you know, press send. I mean, that's what she does. Um, But there are people who actually care about these issues and have done things uh, about them. And you're right. The Van Jones, that path, if the Democrats had chosen it, it's way too late now. Yeah. Um, Maybe it isn't. Um, At times you wonder. Um, But like if they had chosen that path, imagine if instead of saying, you know what, uh, Donald Trump is owned by the NRA, Donald Donald Trump has, has supported much more restrictive gun control in his past than any Democrat who's admitted will admit to today. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was for banning all handguns at one point. Okay, the fact that if the Democrats came in there after a terrible mass shooting and said, "You know what? You're the only person who can get this done. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we support you. you. We know you don't care about the NRA." And and had gone in front of the cameras and said, "Donald Trump is the like this is the first Republican we've ever dealt with who's sensible on this, and he is he's a he's a game changer. That we can do something in this country." If they would have gone in front of cameras and done stuff like that, he would have been much more friendly. And. God only knows what he would have done. They didn't do that any banned bump stocks. They didn't mm-hmm. do that any threatened all sorts of... Uh, we're still waiting for this late, last round of, of, yeah. uh, of restriction. That's a terrifying vision of what this presidency could have looked like. And luckily, the Democrats were either dumb enough or too proud, uh, or too dumb or too proud to actually go along with that philosophy. And it, it's benefited America. I think it could be a little of both. You don't need to limit them to just too dumb or too or, proud. Or a lot of both. 
Yeah. Could have been a lot of both. Thank you. Thank you for that correction. I, too, should not limit it to just a little of both. Uh, so let's see what do we have. Uh, OK, so speaking of talking, you know, to talking across the aisle, mm-hmm. talking to someone on the other side of the aisle, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, she was at a uh, football game that I don't remember what game it was. Oh, or really? Who, I watched or who it. won yeah. or anything like that. You're not you don't recall either. I, re- I recall the first Three games. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're indicating who the team was. <laughs> you know, the first three games that they played. Thanks a lot, Jason. I'm just saying that's all I all I watched. <laughs> I have no knowledge of this whatsoever. Uh, no, but seriously, Ellen was uh, apparently sitting next to George W. Bush, obviously the spawn of Satan, uh, in G- what it was Jerry Jones' suite, right at the Cowboys game, and she just got blasted because how dare she actually converse? With George W. Bush, and they laughed. Mm. They were laughing with each other. It shows. They were friendly with each other. You should never do that. Uh, I mean, you gotta go Maxine Waters on these people when you see them. You know? <laughs> Obviously. Every, so they gave her a hard time. Like, yes. what's crazy is every single liberal now that was in government loves George Bush. They love him. They I hated mean, him before. Now, like, he's passing them candy and playing with them and tickling them in the ribs. That's yeah. because he's the cutest guy ever. I Aww. love him. I want him to be my grandpa so Aww, you're out there, adorable. George W., I really want to meet you. I, like, legitimately, yeah. it's always been on my bucket list. I, I didn't agree with everything he did as president, but no. I just think he's so cute. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, since he's left office, he's spent most of his time trying to say, like, we should come across the aisle and, and talk to people. And... and you know, look, that's uh, it's been at times frustrating, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, he stands up much more against Republicans than he ever yep. does against Democrats. Um, but, you know, again, they hated his guts. They called him a terrorist every single day he was the president of the United States. They called him a terrorist. The guy who was president when 9-11 happened, they were calling a terrorist. They 48 I think it was 48 percent of Democrats believed he was responsible for the 9-11. It's incredible. That's or, incredible. Responsible or knew about it and didn't do anything. One of the two. I mean, like that is. I, I don't even know how to how to even how to even comment on that. Now they're all like, "Oh, I'm glad." I'm and then every in the world, and then every single Democrat blamed him all for Iraq. It was all his problem. Yep, all his well, problem. maybe you shouldn't have voted for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that. Yep. Like they, it's like they completely want to do a Pontius Pilate, uh, yep. you know, on that. Like yep. they had nothing to, at all to do with that. Well, um, Ellen, of course, so she received that backlash, and she had a message for those uh, of her audience members who were upset that she dared talk with someone of a different political persuasion, watch. But during the game, they showed a shot of George and me laughing together, and uh, so (laughs) people were upset. They thought, why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican president? Didn't even notice I'm holding the brand new iPhone 11. And, um, (laughs) but a lot of people were mad, and they did what people do when they're mad. They tweet, and, uh, but here's one tweet that I loved. This uh, person says, Ellen and George Bush together makes me have faith in America again. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think that we've forgotten that that's okay that we're all different. For instance, I wish people wouldn't wear fur. I don't like it, but but I'm friends with people who wear fur. And I, I'm friends with people who are furry, as a matter of fact. I have <laughs> friends who should tweeze more. And I, I have... But just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do. I mean be kind to everyone. Doesn't matter. Oh. What? 
bull. I don't buy what she's selling at all. Jason, this is supposed to be a nice come together moment. Yeah, we're supposed to end the show on something nice. Yes. <laughs> I just I don't buy. Okay, if she believes that, reach out to Donald Trump. That was your that was your that was your chance. Reach out to the entire Republican Party and say let's come together. We, no, we, because we, she does not believe it. She got caught oh gosh, with uh, okay. with uh, George Bush, and now she's she like, got caught. She was sitting right she was there where public, cameras <laughs> were. She well, she obviously didn't think show, that people are going to be like show that box at every freaking game. You guys should know. Yeah, especially with George W. Bush, you've got a former president in the box. You know that you're going to be on camera. She got when I say she got caught, she didn't expect the blowback that she got. She mm, got it. So then true. this was her like response to it. But I don't believe that for a second. So, I don't believe it because I've worked in that industry over in Hollywood. They're, they're the biggest hypocrites ever. Like they'll get along you don't fine think with certain there's people. Someone who might just be able to like be that way we'll, we'll, we'll prove it like if you if you truly believe that you can be friends with people you don't ideologically agree with and you can reach across the aisle then do it don't just react after the fact when you well, like Jason, you wants, Jason wants Ellen DeGeneres to force a friendship with President Trump right I'm, I'm just, like, that's I'm just, one person she has reached out to <laughs> other conservatives like for example I know for a fact she is do- that, that show has donated multiple things to our charity auctions which I mean, they don't have to do that you know uh, they she has has now look I think there's There's a a specific thing going on here that I don't think I can specifically talk about uh, with this uh, analysis from our our friend Jason. Um, But I think, like, stepping back from this particular individual situation for a moment. Uh Uh-huh. You, I like the moment, right? Yeah. And the moment is the moment, and it's a nice moment with the exception of if you're Jason Butcher, right? <laughs> like, it's a nice moment where, like, she's saying, look, I don't care if I'm sitting next to somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm okay having friends. We all have, all of us have friends who are liberal, and I don't care. Like, that doesn't make me, I'm not scared to show you that I have friends who are liberal. On the other side, though, I think it, we could learn something from this as conservatives in that it's not only a nice, moral, good, right thing to do, it's also effective. Mm-hmm. Like, because Jason has an Ellen vendetta, um, <laughs> he might not be able to get that, but I think for most people are looking at this and saying... I, I don't have an Ellen vendetta. I, you just I, don't... You, you, you're calling BS on, on Hollywood in general. Right. Hollywood in general, yeah. because I spent so long there. Yes, and right. I, and right. I, I, know, I know how they think, and I know what they say, and I know even if they, even if they aren't like ho- hardcore liberal, mm-hmm. they'll won't let anybody know about it, and, and it'll go to the fact that they won't even they they'll, they won't even do what Ellen did right there. Mm-hmm. They won't sit even if they are staunch conservative libertarian. They wouldn't have sat. Well, with then Bill you should commend her for that, that. right? Like, well, I'm, look, I'm not commending her because I think she just got busted on social media, and it came when it when it outed. Like, and then so she was like cynical. So let me give you a different one. Ben Shapiro, the remember the Ben Shapiro Mark Duplass thing from a few years ago, from maybe a year ago? Yeah. Ben Mark Duplass said, "Hey, you know, I talked to, I talked to this guy. He's a smart guy. If you're looking for a conservative." perspective ben's a good guy to listen to and he just got, he just got obliterated and he was like all right i mean i don't even want to i don't want to be in this world right yeah, now yeah. and like instead I, I think like and i like mark i think mark's a really smart guy and and uh, you know uh, uh, an, you know an honest liberal who guy who actually wants to understand the world and and i and and, and does great television and, and, and movies he's, he's a really talented guy but but like the way ellen handles that like she wins Right. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a win outside of the Jason Butcher world. It's a win, I think, to America to see that people are, are acting that way. And I think it's the same thing with her career. Right. Like think of, you know, a lot of people um, who grew, who were, you know, in a this is an era where gay marriage is at 20 percent popularity. She's on television. She becomes out as gay. 
And her, the way they kind of handled that, at first people were like, all right, well, we kind of thought maybe she was gay, honestly. Like, it's not a huge shock to us. Um, and, but then every show kind of became about that, and that became all it was with her. At least that was the perception. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she went away for a little while, and, I, and it was a big, I know, we met with some of the people who, at one point, who, um, who put the Ellen show on the air. It was not obvious it was going to be success. It was a huge risk for them at the time because a lot of people thought like she was done. And what she did is instead of, she could have turned into uh, Kathy Griffin. Mm-hmm. Or Griffith or Griffin? Griffin. Griffin. She could have turned into that person, right? Like an activist who just stands up with Sarah Silverman and screams yeah. at all the evil conservatives all day. But would that have been effective? Instead, what happened was over time, a lot of people who may never have you know, had that sort of interaction, saw her there talking about her normal life, being funny and likable about about her life at, with her girlfriend and then her wife or whatever she has going on. And it wound up, I think, bringing that to a personal level for a lot of people who may not have, uh, have moved so far mm-hmm. so fast on that. Forget the fact of whether you think that's a good thing or not. Forget the fact that you like that policy. But that is an effective thing. When, pe- when people understand you and know you and have a personal connection, they're more likely to be able to be persuaded on something. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we wind up just saying, like, oh, here's a meme that proves you wrong. And it's like, that's fun for us. It doesn't persuade anyone. It's effective? Sure. I think that's exactly why she responded the way she yeah. did. Oh I think you're, it does not persuade <laughs> me. Um, if you want to persuade Jason Buttrell, yeah. do this every single day. Don't just talk about having friends with people that you don't agree with. Do but this every day. Ellen has never, to my knowledge, spoken about donating things to Glenn Beck's charity auction. Like, that she's never done that. Why would she, right? Like, I mean, it would not be probably that all that beneficial to her. But she did do it. Yeah. Now, you know, I like we've you know you know when we try to book guests, right? Like you also just blew her cover. No, yeah, I think we've talked about so, it before. But like, I'm sure she appreciates. When you book that. guests, I got, and she's never come on the show, right? Like, she's never. I, I'm not saying that she's done. You know, I mean, no one's perfect, and I, I. But I think she has at least made some efforts in this world. And and Jason, I, I I don't know her at all. I'm just saying from a public persona perspective, I can I can't say to I can't speak to her character whether she means any of this crap. But I can say that she's at least understanding that you know that it is an effective tool and it's something that we can learn and be honest about in, in our interactions with others. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know her either. I, I'm just saying that I, I do know Hollywood. Yeah. I know all of them, mm-hmm. and I'm just so sick of it. And I want to see them if if they, if someone this is a perfect opportunity if she said if she's like that if she said, they said those words now act on it maybe you can change some minds maybe Ellen can lead that charge you know what I mean and and changing how Hollywood is like in this constant resist mode and yeah, lecturing yeah. the rest of the world how virtuous they are oh yeah, yeah. it's it's very irritating all right moving on from this Debbie nope, Downer over here yep you said moving on and there's the timer <laughs> <laughs> really quickly since apparently Stu has places to be mm-hmm. um. What were your thoughts on the Joker movie was yesterday's poll? 35% of you said great. 21% of you said good. 27% of you said meh. 16% of you said bad. I'm kind of surprised. That's a big majority of meh and bad got combined way more than I would have expected. Stu, you saw it last night? Uh, Yeah, I thought it was very good. I I don't, you know, great. Oh, I thought it was great. I would go with good for sure. Um, I liked it a lot. Great is a is a high level for a movie. Uh, you know, I, really? Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I mean, just don't give that away for you. Uh, yeah, I think like it's just like you just want to induct every decent player into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. There was I would probably at least vote great. If you had a very good, I would have gone with very good. 
You didn't because, you know, you hate the people who take the polls. We know that. <laughs> well, I do kind of hate the ones that said bad. What are you thinking? Jason, did you see it? I didn't see it. I, oh. I want to see it. I, I don't like those really slow burn, really long movies. And I've kind of. It's not really it's, long. It is a little bit of a slow burn at times, I will say. It's not. It, it is. It doesn't, did you, I didn't feel like it was long. Though. No, it's, it's not an action movie. No. You know, you should be, you should be clear about that. It's, take, it's plot development. It's an origin story, right? I mean, so the beguiding, he's just a normal guy, right? Like, but so. Jason, normal. it's for smart people. Oh, oh there. There I go. I'm all. I'm, they have a cartoon version. Surely they do. Actually, many, many versions. Are you aware of what movie we're talking about, Jason? Uh, today's poll: What is Trump's best nickname for the? For I guess these are all the Democrats. So different Democrat nicknames that he has: okay. Sleepy Joe, mm-hmm. Crooked Hillary, mm. Shifty Schiff. That's a good one. Or Pocahontas. I mean, really, the only one, even, I think, in competition, there is Shifty Schiff. Yeah. The other ones are boring. I mean, yeah. Sleepy Joe is, I think... Sleepy I'm, Joe's the worst. It's a sleepy effort. Yeah, Sleepy the, Joe is the worst. You know, Crooked Hillary, like, that's just saying what she is in front of her name. Like, that's not even... That's not even... A, it's not even a yeah, but so is, so is Shifty Schiff. Yeah, but at least it, it, you have some alliteration. Yeah, alliteration, yeah. Um, and then what was it? Po- Pocahontas, Pocahontas drives me nuts because he... It, it, Pocahontas, Pocahontas is so much better, yeah. and it's yep. already there. Yeah. And he's just like, well, let me call her by the other... Like, I don't know. By the real yeah, right, Native like, American woman's name. It's just not as good. Yeah. But again, like he he does the the best one, my favorite one by far was uh, Alfred E. Newman for uh, for Pete Buttigieg, <laughs> which actually legitimately made me laugh when I heard it. Jason, what's your pick? Shifty Shift. Shifty Shift. Yeah, you got to be careful when you're saying that fast, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be real careful. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter, at The Blaze. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.